0: You are Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On. Yeah, Mike, this is Locked (laughs) On Nuggets. I'm your host, Matt Moore. You can find me on Twitter at HB Basketball, part of the Locked On Network. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for making this part of your day. I am joined by an exuberant, a satisfied and, and energized by this Nuggets win over the Mavericks, Adam Mares from DMVR. Adam, how are you? I'm doing good, man. That was, that was fun. And I was worried. It wasn't, there was a point during
1: that third quarter where I thought it wasn't going to be fun, but that was, uh, I, I, we were waiting for that game to happen. I feel like this was, this was a game that all season we've been waiting for.
0: Michael Porter Jr. Scores 30 points, which, uh, I am told is good. That's the official <laughs> uh, determination is that that is good. Uh, he scored 30 points, in 27 minutes and 37 seconds six of ten from three-point range to go with eight boards two steals and two fouls he was a plus the steals 10. were big he was just... a, the his second half defense was was wild wi- loudly touted uh <laughs> by several people um which is good because i went back and looked at the first half but we'll talk about that um so the biggest thing i think off the top is just like how important is it that for MPJ to have this game and what does it mean going forward? Well, what it means going forward, I I don't know. And I'm sure we'll get more into that in the third
1: segment. Um, But I think if we just stay in the moment for it, it's a kind of a relief that it did happen and, and that it happened You know, in a moment that if it didn't happen, Denver would not have won this game. I mean, I think it would be going too far to say he won it for them. But he was, in my opinion, the player of the game. And he just made so many big shots. And we've been waiting for a sort of aggressiveness from him and a confidence. And I think those things were only going to come once he got settled and more com- and more comfortable and various things happened in this game, including Jamal Murray getting tossed that I think allowed for him to get settled and get confident and start hunting for shots. And um, he knocked down a lot of them tonight.
0: Yeah. And I, the Murray thing is, is, is really notable. Yeah. In terms very of very notable, you know, like, and this is part of the whole conversation my general i i got there was a comment on the dmvr post game show in the comments uh dylan said that i can't wait for matt Moore to talk about how yabba he missed a rotation in the second quarter uh he <laughs> did miss a rotation in the second quarter dylan i watched it I jokes watched it. on you dylan jokes on you I, mean, I noticed several blown rotations but uh i do think that like the biggest thing here is just like look there are I'd be lying to you if I told you that there weren't a lot of players in the NBA that can score 30 because we see it pretty routinely right, that guys yeah. have these nights, but we've also seen a bunch of them from MPJ. Like we, yeah. we know, and like, that was the whole conversation coming in. That was why I said last year, he's going to start next season was you knew that he could replicate that. And if you're a guy that can drop 30, any single night, that's different.
1: Yeah.
0: That's entirely different. And he makes it look so easy. I mean, his 30 tonight, you know, six of
1: 10 three pointers, but those three pointers, he's six foot 10, six foot 11. He's just kind of always open from three. It's just a matter of whether he wants to shoot it or should shoot it and is in rhythm. And that's why I say tonight, what stands out was after Murray gets ejected and he's sort of, he played, I don't know if he played the final, you know, whatever many minutes, 15, 16 minutes, it felt like he did. I don't know if that's accurate or not. But in those minutes is when he really started to just kind of go for it and look for it. And then that's when you really realize, I know Dallas is not a great defensive team, but that's when you realize the guys just can't guard him. Like if he is feeling it, if he's knocking down his shot, he can keep getting his shot off. And that's what happened tonight down the stretch. I think he had 11 in the fourth quarter and a handful of threes in that second half. Yeah, he had three of of his of his six threes were in the fourth quarter alone, and a lot of them were just those like, yeah, nobody
0: can block me, so I'm going up. I'm going into this. He cooked Kristaps Porzingis like he absolutely just cooked Kristaps. It was bad. Like that that performance was such that. If I'm a Mavericks fan, I am deeply concerned about Kristaps Porzingis because Michael Porter Jr. made him look silly. He he lie. made himself look silly
1: tonight too, man. I am not I don't want to get too resentful or or this or that, but man, watching him play tonight and just thinking back to the conversation about who is better, who has a better upside, but Kristaps Porzingis on multiple occasions tonight for whatever reason would get Monte Morris switched out onto him or PJ Dozier and go to the like one step back fall away jumper, and you just think like. Nothing bothers me more than when big guys punt on those types of possessions because they're afraid of contact or don't know what to do. And he was, Porzingis, I know this isn't about Porzingis, but my God, he
0: was. He, he's a tough watch. Only six boards for Chris Stapp's Porzingis tonight, by the way, which was uh, very much noted by you and I's friend, uh, Kirk Henderson, on the uh, SB Nation Mavs Moneyball Podcast. So, soft. so the, I went back and watched all of MPJ's possessions again. And the whole conversation with him is that I am trying to. The thing I keep keep preaching is not that MPJ is not good or talented. He is unbelievably talented. Yeah. Like he's so talented that if you told me he has to start, I don't disagree. The thing I, I think I come back to is just like how complicated the dynamics of the Nuggets are right now. The fact that Murray goes out and this happens is notable. He had eighteen yeah. of. 30 i agree with the second this. half his rebounds went down in the second half because he shifted to more of a scoring role the other thing is when i went back and watched many of his buckets were assisted but i did not find them to be naturally within the flow of the offense more than they weren't there were some like gary harris making an inside cut like he cuts inside and goes back door and Jokic finds him right yeah, yeah. there's reads but there was also there were sequences like the uh transition three where he's like looking around is like i'm taking this now right Um, yeah everybody could feel it coming and the the, one of the late ones was barton like waited and waited and waited and waited and waited they started i will say this the nuggets knew he was hot and they started looking for him monte morris will barton who everyone is just like absolutely destroying tonight surprise 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 shocker five assists for will he didn't play well five assists uh including two to mpj um but he was like purposely waiting for MPJ to clear like all the way around to get him a three. Like it wasn't like natural flow of the offense stuff. That's not bad. It's not bad. I'm just simply trying to say like, this is still the challenge. Like if you talk about like, well, why isn't that, you know, why isn't it just a positive that there's 19 points per game score ads? It's like, because they still don't know how to, it's not that yeah. they don't know how to use him because it's so obvious. It's that the way that he plays it's not obvious how to do this, but yet he does it anyway. It's crazy.
1: It's not that I, I disagree with you about that broad point. To me, it's just not the story of this game. I, I mean, it is part of the story. It is part of the story that... But like he was magnificent kind of... anyway, right? Well, like Well, the, the point is, this is a... Uh, uh, this turned into a street fight, right? Like this game turned into a, like, okay, the script's out, like throw the book away. Let's see who can win this thing. And they did it because in large part, he's so good at at that specific thing, but that doesn't, and this is what I was trying to get to on the the DNVR show, you know, talking about are the nuggets back? Is this or that? Like to me, I look at it and I go, he's so talented they can win like this on some occasions and maybe on many occasions, to be honest with you, Matt, like we now have, Enough of a sample size that he might just be an efficient scorer, even when he's taking bad shots. And this is just who he is. But there's still for it to really work as a team, as a concept between everybody. It is going to take him getting shots that are, to your point, more of an in rhythm and an offense that bends to fit him and a skill set for him that bends to fit the offense. And tonight, to me, didn't represent that. It just represented how great he is and how great this team can be, even in spite of those things.
0: It's a reminder. I, I feel like this game, it was a good win. It was a reminder that he's worth all the headaches. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like he's worth, He he's worth the inability to find his role in the offense. He's worth the defensive issues. I actually he, thought his defense was good did, tonight. So play, I was surprised to hear you half, say, play, I, play, well, he played real well in the second half. I went back and watched, the, like, I don't want to get into it. I just, I went back and watched the first half and stuff stood out, but second okay. half, he was much better. Like he yeah. played well in the second half. Make some big plays. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Um, he's worth.
1: The, yeah, worth the headache.
0: The, all the off-court stuff. That there's a lot. Like there's a lot. He has comments. Like when you have a guy that that makes comments where you're like, is he anti-vax? That's concerning. Yeah. But it's also like he's a basketball player. Who cares? Like, but it's all kind of a sign of like, he's still a young. He's he's a young man that is still has a long path, like your twenties are transformational and there's a lot that he's going to experience over the next 10 years. And like, look, there's a lot of ways this can go sideways, but he's so talented. You have to take the risk on him. You cannot trade this guy under any circumstances (laughs) because of what he does tonight. And a lot of that gets into as much as I like guys that play defense and know their role and know how to cut and compliment other guys and make teammates better it still matters when you have a guy that can just put up 30 the way that he does so effortlessly. And they needed it tonight, even against the Mavericks team that was short, a lot of guys. In a struggle. Well, Denver,
1: this was a blowout
0: that became not a blowout because of the Jamal Murray
1: incident, but I, it, it does disguise a little bit of this. Cause yeah, that, that wasn't a good Mavs team. And Luka Doncic was absolutely brilliant in the first half making a ton of, I mean, he's been cold from three this year. He was on fire, you know, early on in this one. Uh, and getting to the line, at will. But I thought that Denver played well enough to be up by 12. I mean, this was en route to be a 20, you know, 20, 25 point win for Denver. Um, but then, of course, some in- circumstances happened that that changed it, including
0: P.J. Dozier going out. Um, yeah, we need to talk about Dozier, but we need to talk about Jamal as well. Let's do that after the break. Uh, okay. There's a lot to get into there. But first, let's talk about betonline.ag. Big games coming up. I don't know if you know this is in football. There's a big game that's going to be happening. A big game. Big game, and uh, certain teams will be playing in that game. Certain teams from certain cities in Missouri, not Kansas, by the way, Missouri, will be playing in that game. And if you want to wager, there's only one place that you should go, and that's betonline.ag. You can also wager on the Oklahoma City Thunder, as I did, versus the Portland Trailblazers tonight, that cash. You can also bet on the Detroit Pistons Philadelphia second quarter over, which I did tonight, because that's the kind of person I am. I bet second quarter overs, and it hit because – the trends were there. You can do that at betonline.ag, NBA, college basketball. The tournament's coming. They're going to have the tournament. It's the most fun sporting event of the year. You can bet on all those games and many, many more at betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't stay on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit bet online, your online sports book experts. We will be right back on locked on. Yeah, Mike. All right, back here on locked on nuggets. Thanks for making this part of your day. We really appreciate having you guys, uh, Adam Mares is joining me, Matt Moore. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Also, also, uh, make sure that you guys are checking out our new show, Locked On Today. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Pierre Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast. Breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Adam? Uh, Jamal Murray had himself a night and I have a take. I have have a take. Will Barton, Paul Millsap, Jamal Murray. Fatigue. It's fatigue. He was, we have not, we have never seen Murray lose his cool like that. Like he's an emotional guy and he is a competitor. We have not seen him pull a Chris Paul in all of his time. yeah and I'm so sorry. you're with
1: me that you thought this was an undeniable chris pauling yeah yeah like yeah, it yeah, like yeah.
0: it's it's pretty obvious like it just i thought is. so too i thought so you know? too but
1: there was some debate and so that's why i asked because there um, i saw some people saying maybe not but to me, no, right it you
0: know too. ryan blackburn friend of the show did note on twitter that like he was mad about the tim hardwin when, when he knocked him down right right um felt that he got he got knocked down on the floor and there was no foul and so he comes back and you know hey if nothing else maybe he's just you know He's been around Jokic for long enough that it was finally his turn to give a frustration foul in exchange. It really was
1: the same. I was thinking of that on my drive home tonight. I was thinking that it really is no different than when Jokic would do that. And we would always get mad at Jokic for it. Like, hey, man, like those frustration
0: things sometimes take you out in a way that makes it impossible to win. And look, Jamal has chirped at Lonzo Ball and he has run his mouth at all sorts of teams. He's never done anything like this. This was extremely out of the ordinary for him. Uh, he did not speak to media after the game, which I honestly second, time, second day in a row. By the way, second time in a row. but I mind like, the first time I didn't mind because he was exhausted. This time, Um, I don't mind it in these situations, and the reason is the only thing he can do is get fined here. Like, that's, that's so the true. Only it's thing so true. He can do, it's so true. Right? Like he can come out and be like, "I'm sorry," but he's also like, he's mad. He's yeah. you no. Know? I I also don't mind it. I'm just pointing it out that this is a thing that because I don't think
1: people always realize that. You know, there's so many things that come with being a star that are overwhelmingly positive. There's a few things that are tough, and it's like you have to pay the bill. And one of those bills, we talk about this all the time, is you got to talk to the media. I know the media is the enemy. No matter what we're talking about, politics, sports, social, whatever it is, the media is the enemy. I know, I get it, but that is one of the bills you have to pay, and- and so it's at least noteworthy i'm sure he'll talk though tomorrow or the day after whenever the next media available
0: because i'm sure the fans would want to hear from him whether you want to hear him say like yeah i hit him in the nuts he deserved it or if you want to hear him say like i'm really sorry i let my emotions get the better of me i apologize to my teammates the fans and the mavericks etc i I, it just look this stuff happens i don't care like i just don't it's a basketball game guys get mad stuff happens it's fine but the fact that we never see this from Jamal and this occurred, I am just left like I just think he's frustrated. He yeah, had a good game too. tonight, and I just think he's exhausted. <laughs> you're right like, that you make bad decisions when you're tired, and I mean it tracks. Yeah, so uh, that that's like my take is just like this is um, ultimately this is the cost of not resting him on the second game versus the Suns, like I said. But I think if we if we go beyond that, uh, I don't expect it to carry over. I think he'll be fine. So. I'm not too worried about that situation. He's still it's got gonna him bad minutes, blood. which is kind of a lot. It, it's going to cause bad blood with the Mavericks. It's going to cost him some money. He's going to get fined. You think he'll be fined? Mm. Oh, he's going to get fined. And then Dallas is going to remember. And mm. they get in a playoff series. Dallas is going to remember. Oh, no. The
1: little, <laughs> the little Murrays. The little Murrays might be in trouble. Um. um yeah. So it was. I, it, it was tough. And it was frustrating because he had such a great – I mean – maybe this is fair maybe it's you tell me but we're waiting for murray to have that great 48 minutes you know or or at least string a couple of those together
0: and i thought tonight was a great chance for him to do that but it wasn't but he did not it was like he was cooking he had he had the floater game going the step back going he had a whole array of shots going and just lost his cool and man for whatever reason the first half of the season is just not jamal's it's just not (laughs) jamal's (laughs) <laughs> the first half of the season does not belong to jamal murray for whatever reason he is made uh for spring in, in and many- I, he can, so so we've talked about in Jokic tonight i thought his
1: night was kind of unremarkable he looks really tired i mean i, I and i don't i don't think we need to spend too much time on him Twenty points, ten rebounds four assists two steals one block okay not a great game from him in my opinion uh the turn and the turn six turnovers minus t- team worst minus 10 um Paul Millsap and Will Barton though we do need to talk about because this is not a one off. Will Barton has had good games this year. Paul Millsap has had good games this year. They feel like they're few and far between, especially over the last 5 or 6. They just they to me look as in need of rest as anybody
0: on this roster. What's your take on them too? Millsap, I agree with you 100% on. Uh Millsap does because like Millsap is physically not able to make rotations where he thinks he is able like there is you you will you notice this with players as they get older where they go to run out and then they're like crap he's already gone what how mm-hmm. i didn't get there fast enough you it it takes a lot to realize like how you and like milsap's been aware Like milsap's been like aware we don't we
1: maybe don't know we probably don't know the answer to this but this is a crazy question i did not think i'd be asking 17 games into the season are we sure the Nuggets need Paul Millsap?
0: Oof. No, I mean, they don't need him. They need someone to do what he does. But do they have guys that maybe, I mean, I think they do. Michael Green does. They, yeah, they do. But like, you kind of suggest this. Like, I will tell you, they will miss him if he's gone. Because if Jamal, Jemichael... I don't think not on the roster, right? I, he's more. But is he now just a breaking case of emergency player, not a yeah. we're going to have him? Yeah. Like, he's not a plus. Yeah. And that pains me like I am a heartbroken to say that it's Paul Millsap he's so good he does all the things I love versus making crazy three-pointers like he does the cool stuff that I love but he's just not physically able to let's put it this way if he was out of the rotation and Jermichael Green got into foul trouble I'd feel great having
1: Paul Millsap step in like yeah. great that's awesome yep. but if he wasn't in the rotation I also think Denver wouldn't I, I wonder at least if Denver would skip a beat
0: yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. My thing is, as much as I liked Hartenstein as a as a an ad, I don't have the confidence in what they look like if you shorten yeah. the rotation to yep. like. That's if, why we
1: don't. That's why we don't know. It's because we don't. We don't know if Hartenstein can play 15 minutes a game.
0: Yeah, yeah. We don't know. Like asking the other thing, and Malone talks about this a lot. Like Jamichael's never been like a heavy minutes guy. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. And yeah, so, like, this is something that I, I maybe I, I don't know the answer to this. I really don't. Like, this is one where I just defer to what the coaches say. Coaches, are, like, across organizations say if you ask a player to play more minutes consistently suddenly than they're used to playing, there is usually a cost to both their performance, efficiency, mindset, and fatigue. Mm. That it's difficult for them. That they can't. Some guys can. Like, I'm pretty right. sure you could just tell Jokic, we're playing you 48 minutes every night and he'd be like, okay, wait, um, wait. because he's a tank. But I just don't know. And so I think that there are costs that happen here. Here's my thing with Will. Didn't play well night. Oh, I do think that because everybody loves MPJ, because he's the shiny toy, there yeah. is always a, a circling of sharks whenever he has a rough game. This is that, just a fact. That it's like if will had a bad month shooting 2 years ago it's fine cuz you're like ah eh, he'll get better he'll have a be-. we how many times have I said on the show like players have bad months they have bad stretches you know and yeah. i get that you can look back but i also go back and he was instrumental in the sun's games like especially the first one like right. those are huge performances those are key performances and that doesn't mean that I think that he should play more minutes than Michael Porter jr. At this point, I do not, which is part of what we'll get. Like we have to get into is like, the Malone's comments after the game were about, it doesn't matter who starts. I don't know why Ray cares about that. It's about who ends the game basically saying like, look, I close with MPJ. Right. 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 Yeah. Barton cares for a number of reasons. If he gets demoted to the bench, it impacts his eventual free agency.
1: But it why does. do you why do you have to think about that? You're right that that's a fact of life. You're right that that's a tough break. You're right
0: that Will has given all these things. But if it's a coach, why do you have to consider it? You know, which is why I think like I I don't necessarily. I think with right. uh, I do think that there's a certain matter matter of if you want your starters to operate well, you need guys that all know what they're doing, especially with how they run with Jokic, and like the you know mpj's plus minus has been great the last couple of games and i think the minutes with Jamichael green are awesome one thing i i will cop to this frustration point if the next game malone starts mpj let's just say rest barton okay he rests i think that's that's the way you get out of all of this right it's not a replacing it's a resting right your you, you rest bar the next game and mpj plays and mpj shoots three of 11 yeah and the offense looks bad or if he shoots great like he scores 25 but they get outscored when he's on the court by 17 points right then everybody who i'm not going to name brendan vote is going to say like well it's everybody else like it was this mm, i don't was- know if i don't know if it will say that I, but I, I your point is there will be there will be fans who say it for sure yeah like this is the thing it's just like when it's the new shiny toy, and I, this is not a nugget specific thing. This is like across the board. And it's, yeah. it always bothers me. Is like when the new shiny toy fucks up, it's everybody else's fault. Dep- devil's advocate here.
1: And he, this is less about Michael Porter and this is more about just the idea of can Denver afford to try some of these other guys on, on their roster. And, and cause I'm a big advocate, you know, of Barton taking a backseat, taking a couple games off. Uh, Paul Millsap maybe taking some time off. We can call it rest and as an experiment to see if we can get more minutes. But we look right now. Tyrese Maxey played in 18 games so far this season. He's playing 20 minutes per game, get 10 points a game on a playoff team, on a number one or two seed in the Eastern Conference uh, with Philadelphia. Of course. Of course, Wiseman's playing all of those minutes. San Antonio has uh, Devin Vassell playing all of those minutes. There are guys on playoff teams who are rookies who are getting minutes as role players. Precious Achua, who we're going to see here in a couple of days. So there are players that are doing that. And I wonder, like, are we sure that you can't rest some of these guys and trust Zeke Naji to play five to ten minutes a game to say, R.J. Hampton, hey, we're short Dozier, we're short Barton, but we're going to give this a couple games just to see? I, I just – I don't know that – there's becoming this hard line. It feels in Denver of rookies. don't just don't play. And I feel like anytime there's a hard line that, that
0: there just shouldn't be. I mean, Tyler heroes is, is, I think the best example of this Tyler hero. And, great, great point. And Duncan Robinson, the fact that Eric Spolstra, who has won titles who has yep. won multiple titles is and gone to the finals again, like went to the finals playing those young guys, top five coach, no contest, heavy, heavy minutes. Um, you know, Greg Popovich trusted Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili when, well, Manu was older, but Tony, he trusted Tony when Tony was brash and young and stupid and made mistakes and they ripped him apart for it, but he was the guy. And so like, you could do it. I think you can. It's, you know, I think a lot of it is, um, this isn't like, I'll say it like, I don't think this is a great team. The Nuggets? I think they can win. I think they can make a run. I think that they have the ability to get there because of what I know that they can be in the playoffs. Mm, Right. But night to night, it's fraught. Like, Mm. night to night, every first quarter, second quarter, feels like it's on a knife's edge. Um, They played exceptionally well tonight. and Like, even... Even if, if Murray had – I don't think you would really agree on this. Even if Murray had not been ejected, I would have expected the Mavericks to come back at some point in that game. Probably. They were already on the comeback trail yeah. when that, that happened. And so. that hasn't happened a lot this season. Like, the trend in the NBA this season has been when you go down, you stay down. Right. Right. Um, now, it's starting to reverse, I think, a little bit as teams get more tired. But um, I, I think the biggest thing with the MPJ Barton, this whole thing, is just like it's complicated. Yeah. It's not – if you're if you're willing to say it's complicated but mpj needs to start and play 35 minutes i'm fine with that like but you have to at least acknowledge that this is not black and white and you also have to be ready for it to be rough until it gets better
1: yeah
0: because i don't think it's what i don't like is just acting like if you just bench will barton and put mpj in the starting unit the nuggets are going to be a 55 win team there's such a good chance that they would take a for certain step backwards yeah, and some frustration and,
1: and I'm glad we but agree that's on. why i say that's why i say look there's there's a perfect opportunity milsep looks exhausted he looks like in yeah. barton too it just looks like it's hey you're not getting benched but we want you to take a game or two off like we want you to get fully rested and we feel like we're on a four game winning streak we've done our work you know now we're going to experiment a little bit and i just feel like that's a message
0: everyone can understand but maybe i'm wrong no i think i i think i think it would, look i've been advocating for rest i think it would benefit everybody to get everybody some rest dozier going out
1: makes barton on a bench with a bench unit maybe even more palatable too because True. it's like hey not only that we really need you on the second unit to do those types of things
0: it's such a bummer for by the way for dozier who's had i think has played really well this season and is still learning he's still so young and he's like playing yes. down a position and then the, like the fact that it's a hamstring and those things just take forever to heal yeah like, it's, a, it's a real bummer it just it's a bummer um I think your points are, are well taken. I, I think it's good to get like, I think it's good to get guys rest. Um, this is a minor note that I don't think we'll have time to come back to. So I do want to circle into it now before we go to break the rest that you and I've been saying they need to get, they may be getting by accident because the San Antonio Spurs had their game True. delayed versus okay. the Pelicans because both teams failed to have enough players. Good God um if right, right. the nuggets have that game delayed which seems likely given the trend we've seen this season very yeah. few teams have been like oh well, you missed like a game and then you're back just ha- that's not how it's been it's been several games right Denver would be able to get even more time uh for those guys get to get like four or five days but there's also travel and that's always hard uh right. let's take a break when we come back we'll talk about are the nuggets back where we see this whole thing going and wrap up what was really, even with all the, the, the subtext, a great win fueled by Michael Porter Jr. When we come back on Locked On Nuggets, but first, you know, Milsap looks like he needs to get his parts repaired. Adam, he needs to get a new. He needs to get, <laughs> I get, don't know, get, know if Rock Auto can help with that, man. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if, if he know, can, I'll search the database. <laughs> if there's a if there's a part to be ordered for Milsap, you can get it at RockAuto.com. With the increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts that you need. You go in to one of those big chain block stores, and they have different prices for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. That's not right. That's not fair. And that's why RockAuto.com. They're the same for everybody and they're reliably low. They always offer the lowest prices rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like the airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on. LOCKD O N in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. And of course, Adam, we cannot go by without talking about Belt Bar. I crushed had one it. tonight. I crushed a workout today. I did crushed really? it. And afterwards, I was so hungry. It was a weightlifting, which I hate doing weights. I'm a leg day bay guy, but <laughs> but I had to do the weights. I'm trying to, to do the whole body workout. I was exhausted, but I was also starving. Grabbed a Bilt Bar, felt awesome. And that's because they are packed with good stuff for you if you're trying to be health conscious. Low sugar, high protein, high fiber, come in so many great flavors like carrot cake, double chocolate, peanut butter. Take the peanut butter bar, okay? 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, five grams of sugar, and only five gram net carbs. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N, for 20% off at builtbar.com. We will be right back on locked on nuggets. Welcome back to segment three here on locked on nuggets. Adam is joining me, Matt Moore. After the Nuggets win over the Mavericks, you know, it's hard to believe it's been a year since we tragically lost Kobe on the rejecting the screen podcast host Adam Stanko and Noah Kozlov are honoring Kobe's life and career with a two part special this week, you can hear stories you haven't heard anywhere else about Kobe from teammates, opponents, coaches and journalists subscribe to rejecting the screen and listen this week to celebrate the life of one of NBA's all time stars. All right. So Adam, you have a question that you wanted to ask me in this third segment. I'm
1: just curious if you think the Nuggets are back. If this is like okay, four-game winning streak, a couple good. What I think is most encouraging about it is that they've won close. They lost a lot of games close early on. You thought, oh god, the Magic's gone. Do you think the Nuggets are are back? No. Uh, I do not think. Do you might... think that they're not back, or do you think that you're just TBD? I don't think they can get back. Uh wow. The two <laughs> I set you up for like, is it a uh, optimistic or pessimistic? And you said it's the most
0: pessimistic, no, even beyond no. what you could have possibly thought. It's not. And some of those tracks, what I'm trying to say is something that tracks with what Malone has said. Um, the team is so different. The team is just so different now and yeah. it's going to have to figure itself out for as much as we can talk about how this team can navigate adversity Gary Harris, Will Barton, Nicole Jokic, Jamal Murray, those guys, Monte Morris, those guys can. Those guys mm-hmm. have been through it. They, you know, they, they were down to San Antonio. They were down to Portland. They were down to Utah. They were down to the Clippers. But the rest of this team is new. It's a new team. And MPJ is, was long for that ride last year, but was still trying to learn everything. And it was a real, you know, baptism by fire experience. I'll say this, the fact that they have found, like the Suns win were so important. As much as I, I said that they should arrest it, et cetera, winning that back-to-back was a classic Nuggets. When things get hard, the Nuggets get great game. Mm, yeah for sure they win two games back-to-back versus a very good phoenix team they take have one day off they go on the road and they beat luka Doncic on the road in dallas now look this mavericks team is not last year's team again the roster's rough uh all over but luka's incredible that's a rick carlisle team that's a losable game and they gotta win they found a way to get it done and they when they the nuggets are at their best when they're finding ways to win against the odds. Like in some ways, if you ask me, are they back? They're back in the sense of, well, of course they face planet versus the Kings in the first week of the season and then beat the Suns and the Mavericks three straight times. But what's more, what's more nuggets than that for as much as, you know, nug life used to mean one thing, honestly, these days, being another nuggets fan means that, you know, it's a constant heart stress test. Yeah. Always high. Press. I got to say, I've been enjoying sweating out game 15. Yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Yeah. Now we'll check back because you tend to get worn out by the end of the season. So, oh the-
1: man. Yeah. In, I could use in, a couple of real, in the Western conference semifinals, you're going to be praying <laughs>
0: for that game six elimination by whoever. Um, But I, you know, I do think that that part is, is shining through that the Malone Jokic Murray teams are mentally tough as hell. They no. didn't get overly down. They didn't splinter after that. Start. Like we didn't hear anything after that start. Like we didn't hear any, like, you know, Malone was stressing. Cause Malone stresses about every loss. Right. He stresses about half of the wins. So, no. but the, you know, they have found themselves, but like, look, I just, I think the institutional memory, I also, I will say this. I, when I watched this team, I still do. And, and maybe I'll be proven wrong on this. I want to be in like, maybe we undervalued how good the team of the last two seasons was. Maybe like, maybe we underestimated, even if it, they, the players themselves weren't great and they were frustrating for the limitations, just what the combination, the synergy, the collective whole of these wonderful stars, the good starters and guys like Mason Plumley, Torrey Craig, what those guys brought to the table um together because it does feel very much the biggest thing i can say is the nuggets had losses last year like to the Cavs and the hawks where i was like eh, like i okay it's annoying that they do this but like they're better we know they're better they're just screwing around too much yeah. um, and this year in a lot of games it does feel like they're better but it doesn't take much for them to be worse hmm. and yeah. them playing to their ability is a challenge and that's a good environment for them to be in like that's make it hard if you want the nuggets to succeed you got to make it hard Um, (laughs) well i think it will be so that's that's good news but
1: i don't i also don't think that they're you know out out of uh you know I, i i still think there's gonna be bumpy road ahead um the michael porter fit I do think that it is meaningful that Jamal Murray went off in the first half and Michael Porter went off in the second half, and those things didn't really overlap a whole lot. And I think that it's meaningful that the Jokic-Murray-Porter trio hasn't really looked great together, and I just think that that's going to be a a, a big storyline going forward. But what I am excited about is that Michael Porter it looked like there was a weight over him and a cloud over the team for those first four games before he had to go out with health and safety protocols. It felt like there was a little bit of this like thing hanging over him specifically. These, those first two games, not necessarily in a negative way, just in a, like, I'm just trying to fit in. I'm not trying to disrupt. And tonight it just felt like, okay, confidence has to be through the roof. Everybody knows that you can not just be a good player, but help them win. And and the fact that he went off tonight in a win, I think, was very meaningful. Had the Nuggets lost this game and he scored thirty points the way he did, everything goes the same except they lose. I think that that could have really stunted things. I just want to see what what comes of this. Is it just back to normal? He has you know twelve points and just doesn't just kind of floats around uh, on Wednesday, or does he have even more confidence and he's even louder and more involved? So that's what I'm looking for. But I don't think they're back. I just think it's a really nice,
0: feel good, four game win streak. I think there's two different things I have kind of off of your comments there. So the first is, you know, if he does struggle, that's okay. He's going to have ups and downs. Yeah. But if you're a fan that has absolutely ripped apart anyone ahead of him for having bad games, keep that in mind. Guys have bad games. That's part of it. Right, right. Of course. But this is the biggest thing. They're not back because they can't go back. Whatever this is the biggest thing. I just th- mean back to the level. You're right they're not back to the team they used to be. I just mean back to that level like
1: we thought coming into the season Denver could they be like a top 4 team in the west, maybe top 3 team. That that's what I mean.
0: Yeah, I, and I get that. Um I don't think they ever left there. I think honestly okay. uh, this is why I honestly think Jokic is so good and I have so much faith in this team in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I agree. Like they've earned so much, that yeah. they've earned that trust. But this is an important. This is an important element, though. Um, this is, I think, part of the problem. The Nuggets, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, Gary Harris, Will Barton, Paul Millsap are trying to be the team that they were. Yeah. With Michael Porter Jr., you have to become something else.
1: Oh, that's good. That's interesting.
0: And, I I don't know what that's going to be. And it, there's no like. And if you say like, well, I know what it's going to be. No, you don't. This is basketball. Right. It's weird. Yeah. But and he's a loud enough piece that it yeah it's got to be different. It's got to be different and you're going to have to figure that out and if you want to say like all the more reason to start him, I'm okay with that. But the problem is this has always been the issue. They have too high expectations to suffer through the growing pains of experimentation. Maybe. Like, this is the this is the key thing with them. Maybe you know, bank look, a few wins, bank a few wins, and
1: you can afford a little bit of a slide. I mean, that, that's what well, I think. Well, here's they the did thing that. is, like,
0: if MBJ takes that confidence and he starts filling it up, and I, and I do think it's notable that they looked for him as much as they did tonight. Because that's one thing I'm always looking for is because he takes yeah. so many shots where you're just like, oh, God, wow, he made it. Yeah. I just, I always want to know, like, how much is the team looking for him? And I will just say this, Monte Morris will feed whoever is hot and open. That's it. My Morris does not care. Like Monte Morris is, is going to make the play for whoever in the moment is the best guy to get the ball to. And that's why I love Monte Morris. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling more optimistic than I was a week ago. That's for sure. Oh, you should be. It's been, a gr- it's been a really good winning streak. It's been a really fun time. It's been a really fun game. Lots more to talk about. The games continue. We will be back tomorrow with another episode previewing Miami Heat game fascinating one the heat also struggling quite a bit it's, yeah they are
1: uh, kind of wild
0: not just six Denver and ten, 10.
1: miami heat six and ten wow yeah
0: yeah yeah lots to talk about there we'll get into it tomorrow thanks for joining us make sure to rate review and subscribe thanks to everyone for your comments appreciate the support adam and i will talk to you again next time on another edition of locked on Nuggets.